Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Vincent Aguirre started Distinct, an Indiana-based marketing agency that provides web design and marketing solutions to small businesses. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. Vincent, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Coming to us live from Greencastle. Yep. It's been a pleasure coming out there to visit you. Thank you for all the tours that you've given and the business owners you've introduced us to. What an amazing community you have out there. Thank you. Yeah, come on, come on by anytime. You know, I always, whenever I'm meeting someone around the state, I tell them if they come to Greencastle, I'll take them out to one of our restaurants, do something fun. Uh, people are always surprised when they come here. How long have you been in Greencastle now? Yeah, so I um, first arrived in Greencastle in 2008 as a student. Uh, I went to DePaul University. And uh, after graduation, I left for a year and came back in 2013. And I've lived here ever since. What brought you back? Uh, honestly, I, I went back home to Chicago and I just wasn't happy with that lifestyle. Um, I'd grown accustomed to the uh, small community, friendly faces, uh, waving to strangers on the street. And uh, <laughs> when I got back to Chicago, I tried waving to a stranger on the street and he waved back with one finger. Um, so it wasn't very good. Um, so honestly, I, I just, um, I was talking to some mentors who I knew in Greencastle, told them I would love to come back and uh, eventually got a phone call with a job offer. Uh, so in 2013, I came back to DePaul, started my business, but also uh, was working at the university. So tell us about your business. Tell us about Distinct. How did it get started? Yeah. So it started off, like I said, when I came back in 2013, I was working for the university and I had some friends who were still students and they were doing uh, web design, uh, phone repair, computer repair, kind of a one-stop technology shop. Uh, so we combined forces while I was working full-time and I started handling uh, mobile app development at first. Uh, but as that evolved in 2015, I, I left DePaul, went full-time in the business and really started to focus on web design at that point. Talk about the intimidation of designing a website for small business owners. Yeah. So there, there's two types of uh, small business owner when it comes to the website. Uh, there are those that are super confident and they go in and they do it. And it's normally not great because that's not their expertise, right? Um, you know, like I'm, I can't cut a piece of meat, so I don't own a deli. Um, and a person who owns a deli probably can't design a website. So like, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, but then there's the other, the other type of small business owner that we run into most often who they know they don't want to do it. They know they need it. And they're just intimidated to get started. Uh, and that's really where we come in to kind of help them uh, take that leap, uh, understand what needs to be done and then do it for them. So they don't have to waste time. Uh, they can be focusing on what they're really good at. Is the stat still true that about half of Indiana businesses do not have a website? You know, I haven't looked at it recently. I, I would say it's definitely improved. Um, here in Greencastle, when we first started, let's say 2015, um, either the business had a website and it was with us or they didn't have a website. Uh, now, when we, when we look at smaller communities and Greencastle included, uh, there's a lot more that do have a website, but they're still not using it to their full advantage. They're not uh, taking advantage of all of the different marketing techniques they could be using to really stay competitive. Uh, so now I'd say there's those, those with bad websites, those with websites that they kind of don't use, and then there's those that, that have really invested in their website and are having success with it. 
So at indianaowned.com, you know, everybody gets a listing, right? Which is kind of like their own webpage, right? Yeah. And so we do have some members that maybe don't have their own website, but they do have an online presence. What would you tell a business owner that is relying simply on social media to promote their business? Because uh, you may remember we kind of had an apocalypse about a week ago where Facebook <laughs> was down, Instagram was down. Those outlets yeah. were we kind of take for granted now weren't available. Yeah. So you have to be in as many places where your target audience is going to be, right? So if your target audience uses Facebook, you have to be on Facebook. But as you alluded to the, the Facebook apocalypse, uh, if, you re if you depended on Facebook that day, it just wasn't going to work and you weren't going to find people. But more importantly, when, when I'm talking to um, clients or potential clients, I, I, I hope that they get the point across that you can control your own message on your website. You can get a bad Facebook review from someone who's lying that just terrorizes your Facebook page, but that person can't influence the way you, you look and the way you present yourself on your own website. So using all these tools, right? Don't oversaturate yourself, but if you can use Facebook to reach people, use Facebook and drive that back to your website where you can capture their contact info, you can control your narrative, you can show them what they should be seeing instead of depending on all these other third-party tools, which are important in a small element. Uh, but if someone leaves you a Google review and they've never been to your business, well, good luck telling Google that. Uh, but that person can influence your website. You can control your own narrative on the website. Well, and Google just announced some changes too to the way that they're mapping out businesses and different things that they're doing. And so, you know, having an expert like you on a team for a small business owner is, you know, it's really important because it's hard to keep up with all of this. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard even for me to keep up sometimes. You know, we've we've continued to narrow our focus on what we work on because there's so many different elements of online marketing, web design that could be going on, especially in the small business realm. So yeah, that's what we, you know, whenever we're talking with a potential client, we kind of remind them, you know, most successful businesses aren't doing their own bookkeeping. They're not filing their own taxes. They're not writing their own contracts. Some, some might be trying that, but you know, the gist of it is if you really want to invest in your business, you have to delegate some of these things. And a website's a really easy one to delegate to an expert that can handle it and do better, higher quality work than you would be able to do trying to work an hour an evening or on the weekends. Now, Vincent, did you always see yourself as, you know, a web designer expert or did you want to be something else when you grew up? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so reflecting um, I think it was always pretty obvious I would be entrepreneurial, even though if you would have asked me at any stage growing up, I would have never said that. Um, but, you know, when I came to college, I was going to be a physical therapist. Um, I changed to computer science and I still wasn't really thinking entrepreneurial. Uh, but looking back, uh, you know, multiple times, even as early as second grade, I was running entrepreneurial ventures. Um, so I, I used to sell Pokemon cards uh, to my whole neighborhood, riding around my bike and delivering <laughs> to people. Um, in high school, uh, I would sell uh, chocolates and, and candy and things. And you know, there was we were very clear this wasn't a fundraiser. We were we were selling this to help you know promote items that students wanted. So I had all these entrepreneurial ventures that I never really thought of being an entrepreneur. Uh, but when when you know my friends came to me in 2013 and I started really thinking about it. And, you know, I had a couple of years of work experience. I realized that's really um, a passion of mine that's been hidden. Uh, so, so yeah, growing up, I would have said architect, physical therapist, things like that. Uh, but it, you know, the, the writing was on the wall, uh, even though I didn't really realize it. What motivates you to do what you do? 
Yeah. Um, you know, to me, I'm, I'm concerned that small businesses are being, uh, they're being cut out of the market by the, the resources of large corporations. And, you know, someone might hear them be like, well, yeah, that's been happening for years. Uh, but to me, it's even more terrifying that uh, small business owners, you know, locally owned businesses or locally operated businesses account for a huge majority of, of jobs. And when they're being outcompeted on some things that I consider basic, like web design, email lists, retargeting, paid ads, local SEO, things like that, um, the, the, the deck is stacked against local businesses. So for me, uh, waking up every day and knowing I'm helping a family-owned business, a business that's been op in operation for 100 years, uh, be successful and compete against some large corporations that aren't going to impact our community as positively, uh, that's really what drives me. And that's what drives, uh, you know, when I, when I grow my team, when I talk to new clients and new leads, um, I, I want them to understand that I'm in their corner to really help them fight back against uh, a really unfair advantage that the large corporations have. Coming up, the challenges and successes Vincent has had along the way and what he wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana owned and operated. The owner lives here in Indiana and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana owned company. Take your picks. Send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Vincent Aguirre of Distinct, who started his business in 2013 doing marketing, right? It's a marketing agency. It provides web design and marketing solutions to small businesses, which can be intimidating itself just with everything that's available out there and vincent what's been the hardest part about being a business owner mm, that's a good question it depends on the day <laughs> um you know when i first first started and jumped full-time the hardest part was uh being accountable to myself uh you know um, i actually um when i when i knew i was going to jump full-time i decided to stop doing anything that would be a distraction so I stopped drinking alcohol, I stopped going out. Uh, you know, I was 23 years old and had this newfound freedom. So I just, I cut everything out um, just to make sure I could focus. But as the business has grown, you know, the, the challenges are different. Uh, you know, now the challenges are um, how do we increase revenue? How do we, how do I find work-life balance while I'm growing a team? Uh, you know, how do I ensure that we don't depend on one client too much in case that client ever leaves? Um, so kind of that daily stress of um, balance, I'd say, uh, and balance in a lot of different ways, uh, but just finding that, that balance for sure. What's something you would do differently knowing what you know now? Mm, um, I always thought I was keeping uh, like scalability in mind and process in mind. 
but what I was really doing was creating processes to then scrap them and recreate them, uh, which, you know, the last like year and a half, we've just been working on actual process and documentation where like, I've had four different versions of documentation since 2013. So I would really focus on sticking to something, not trying to overly optimize it and uh, just building out documentation. So when the time does come to scale, uh, you're not just reinventing a wheel that you've literally invented three times in five years. Uh, and that's really, um, it's a blessing and a curse of mine. I, I like to tinker. So if I, you know, I have a process, I always want to improve it, even though sometimes it's good enough and you just got to move on. I think a lot of business owners can relate to that, especially on the creative side. Yeah. Right. Because there's always something we can be doing better, something we can improve, or there's yeah. something new and shiny out there that we want to try. And I think sometimes we can get lost in the weeds and get in our own way with that. Absolutely. And that I, I do. And this year I've been really, really focusing on not doing that. There's so many things I would have tinkered with or tried to improve uh, in the past. And I'm just I'm letting it go. And we're just going to keep moving forward and, and work on the things that need to be worked on. I'm going to check in with you on that and uh, find out how you're doing that because I Please. need to do the same thing. <laughs> I, I'll actually, I can share with you really quickly. It's, it's a, a game changer. Yeah. Um, the book called Traction. Traction. Uh, are you familiar? No. Um, so it is um, uh, Wickman, I believe is the author. Uh, I'm trying to look next to me and see. Uh, so the book focuses on uh, what's called the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. And it's just a framework that's really easy to apply to a business. Uh, un they, they say under 50 million in sales. So once you get too big, you kind of outgrow it. Uh, but they just give you the framework. And if you do it and you trust it, it just works. Um, so it's been an absolute game changer. Wow. I'll have to look into that. Thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's something too, that's, you know, really big with indianaowned.com, right? We are like-minded entrepreneurs. We share knowledge, we ask questions um, and that right there, you know, that's a great example, right? What are you doing to make this better? Oh, well, yeah. I found this tool, right? Um, and for me, that's one of the most rewarding parts about what I do is bringing this community together. What's been one of the most rewarding parts for you about being a business owner? Yeah. Uh, so I would, I would also say bringing community together and, um, you know, really helping business owners who, who don't have a solution when it comes to web design and marketing. And sometimes outside of that too. Um, you know, I pulled together some clients a couple months ago to get an understanding of how we can better serve them. And in the process, they served each other, which was really interesting. And, um, you know, I look, I look now, um, the clients we've been working with since let's say 2014, um, how much more prepared they were for things like the COVID, uh, shutdown. Uh, you know, they didn't have websites, you know, we're in a small town. They didn't think they needed websites, but they came to us, they realized they wanted something and then they were prepared. Uh, so really knowing, um, you know, that we're, we're connecting those businesses, uh, that we're serving them even outside of web design, we're building relationships with them. Um, that's really been the most enjoyable part for sure. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? Yeah, um, it is the greatest decision I've ever made, uh, but also at times can feel like the worst decision I've ever made. Um, and, and, you know, entrepreneurship so glorified. Um, you know, you can look at like things like Shark Tank and startups, 
uh, and how fun that seems. But um, you know, you don't hear about the uh, the the huge amount of founders in especially tech startups uh, that are depressed uh, and have those like mental health uh, things that they're dealing with. Um, you know, you don't hear about the um, the brewery that was really excited to open up and three years later shut down and now they have a pile of debt. Um, so you have to be prepared when you go into this. And you know, you oftentimes people only talk about the fun, bright and shiny side and the success stories. Uh, but you know, if you, um, if you come in, you're prepared and you're ready for a few years. And by few, I mean, if you're lucky five, maybe 10, of just hustling and grinding and working harder than you've ever worked before, um, then it's for you. But if you think you're going to open a restaurant and a bar and just open up the doors, it's going to be great. And you're going to have fun. Uh, you're, you're in for a rude awakening. And I see it every day with, with people that I work with or people who I don't get to work with because they ended up closing down before they could build a website. Uh, so, you know, it's, um, I, I have, I would not do, I would, if I could go back in time, uh, when I was starting the business, I would still do it. Uh, there's nothing that would change my mind. It was the perfect decision, uh, but I didn't know how hard it was going to be. And uh, looking back, sometimes I wonder, like, how did I get here? Like, that was hard. <laughs> like, what what was I thinking? I didn't think this would be this hard, uh, but it was the right decision and uh, definitely worth it in the long run. Vincent, why does supporting local and being known as Indiana owned matter to you? Yeah, uh, I alluded to it earlier, but, uh, you know, local businesses provide so much value. They provide jobs, they provide uh, fundraising opportunities, they give, they give so much more money than a corporation. Uh, maybe you know the stat, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, but there's a, a huge amount of each dollar local business owns comes back to the community versus a large corporation, they don't give as much back. Uh, so to me, uh, knowing I'm working with businesses that are going to impact our community and provide jobs, uh, it's an absolute game changer. And, and that's really, uh, I think it's always important whenever you can to support local, uh, to shop local, uh, and just to try to do things that are locally owned because those, those people are working really hard, oftentimes not for much compensation. Uh, you know, a small business owner, restaurant owner, they're not getting rich off of running a restaurant. They're just working really hard to provide a service to the community. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's really important for me to focus on giving back and working with those businesses to both, uh, you know, support them and make their life easier. Yeah. Well, and those stats are pretty incredible. You know, we have them on our website and for every $100 spent locally, at least $68 of that stays in the local economy. When you patronize an independent business, a national chain, that number is about $43. And then yeah. our franchise friends fall in between there, but you know, with our franchise friends, you know, they've created 189,000 jobs in the state. Yeah. And something else a lot of people don't realize is that local businesses donate twice as much money to local causes as national chains and foundations. And so, yeah. you know, those stats are super important. And we love educating people about why we're doing what we do and why these Indiana-owned businesses are so important. And Absolutely. Vincent, besides indianaowned.com, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? Yeah, so uh, our website is becomedistinct.com. Uh, we're actually slowly rolling out a new website right now. We were so busy with the COVID shutdown and all the new clients that we kind of neglected our website. So we got a new one rolling out, has some tweaks, but uh, so uh, on all of our social media, it's all become distinct, um, except for Twitter where we are become distinct one. 
We're still going for that, <laughs> trying to get it. Yeah, we can uh, relate. Yeah. Um, and that, that's definitely the best way to find out more about us. And uh, you can typically find us wherever there's a chamber of commerce or Main Street meeting going on. We try to be present to those and obviously be involved uh, with you as well. Well, I want to get that road trip to Greencastle set up. And seriously, anytime. Just let so me know. So much fun. We can, uh, we can choose from the rooftop wine bar or the sushi bar. Um, so, mm. you know, we got options in Greencastle. Yeah. And that bread place, uh, what's yeah. the, the place on the corner down from you? So, so that's Breadworks, and right above Breadworks. it's Sushi Bar. It's incredible. Yes. I, I thought I was buying like a little breakfast roll and I got this baguette that was like 16 inches tall <laughs> and it was wonderful. And I ate most of it before uh, my next meeting at our other member in Greencastle, uh, Beyond Homeless. Yes. Yes, we did their website as well. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, we were really excited to work with them on launching that. And it's uh, it's been a, a great site. Uh, it's really impacting them. And actually, I was just doing some updates for them the other day, uh, getting all their stats up to date. So uh, they're a great organization. I love it. I love it. Vincent, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, as always, I I, uh, love getting the chance to talk with you and be involved with uh, the organization. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Owned and Indiana Dat Gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about Why Local Matters at indianaowned.com. And if you're an Indiana business owner, join our community at indianaowned.com slash apply. I'm Mel McMahon. And until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com.